Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the North vs. South podcast with myself, Stay, and my co-host, Heathy. How are you, Heath? Early, 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 oh. Early, 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 oh. We're Shrewsbury. We're the Blue Army. All right, mate? All right. <laughs> Maybe his editor might get rid of that. Who knows? But um, bloody hell, that's harsh. Going in, oh, going in straight with that, you know. You've it's, had it's such a great season. Fun. I thought I had to get, I had to jump on that. As soon as you've actually finally lost a game, and it was pretty poor because you had a yeah. player sent off pretty early on, right? Uh, yeah, we're yeah we're a bit. This form of late has not been great, and got a spank in there really. To be fair, which yeah didn't. Didn't really, doesn't sit well in it, you know, just makes things a little bit more uncomfortable, to be fair, if truth be told now. And, you know, we're looking over his shoulders a little bit now. Got a couple of games coming up, which, you know, we've got Sunderland coming up soon, who will be um, giving us a tough outing. Well, we've got, we've got finals as well, actually. We've got Wembley, Wembley final coming up, actually, as well, in a couple of weeks' time. So, you going to uh, go? Yeah. No, I'm unfortunately not there. I've got an issue that weekend called... My missus is away on a hen do. That's the issue. So unfortunately, I'm I'm missing out on that one. Yeah, because um, can't basically. Also, it's around my sister's 40th birthday, and um, as well. So yeah, there's probably going to be something going on that weekend, and yeah, it means that I can't go. My old man can't go. Um, so yeah, we've been duped here. To be fair, not good, not good. So yeah, not. Not not being a true a true Rotherham fan and going down to Wembley for it, but yeah, I've been been Wembley before with the Millers, seen us win there before. You know, it's um, it's nothing, not, nothing, no, nothing that I can not watch. I'll, I'll I'll definitely get to watch it on the telly, but that'll be it this time around. Nice, awesome. Yeah. Now, when did you say the game was? Uh, it's on the third, so Sunday the third of April. So oh, got wow. a couple of that far away. Yeah, not 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 too bad because yeah, we don't have a game this weekend. We're international. We are Rotherham United, you know. So um, yeah, we don't don't need a game when you got international quality players at your club. No, don't need that. So um, so yeah, we got a got a weekend off, which I don't think is a bad thing for us. To be fair, we probably probably needed one if truth be told, because well, yeah, just the the, the indifferent forms just not been quite there for us. So. Good weekend for y'all lot, you know, not losing again, you know, not playing, but, you know, still not losing. That's good. Happy days. I'll take that yeah. all day long. I mean, if we can Definitely. not lose right. until the rest of the season, then uh, we've got a chance. Although there was a, a, there wasn't a great result for you on, on Friday night, really. There was, you know, in terms of um, uh, the, the Ellen Road mob getting that win against Wolves. There wasn't a great result on Thursday night either. No, I, I think one. realistically, when, when you are a Watford, Burnley or Norwich fan, and you see the two results that happen on Thursday and Friday. The, you do yeah. have an element of, I think we're going down, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, I expect um, I expect Raul Jimenez to be on your shit list later because he basically cost them you that one. I think with Wolves cruising at two 0 at half time. Well, someone's yeah. got to be on the shit list for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, couldn't couldn't agree with you more. So, um, but yeah, now it's now we'll we'll see how we'll see how everything goes. I've got. We've got some Cheltenham tales to tell you about during the podcast as well. I was at Gold Cup Day on Friday, and that was um that was good. It was an interesting journey home, but um we'll we'll get on to that later on, I'm sure. Nice. I look forward to that. But yeah, I mean, so I mean, basically, what what we got in store for the for you listeners today is, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit of a short podcast because there's not 
there's not as much to to, to get through as as usual. Um, with a short game week for starters, etc. We haven't got a game week preview happening either because it's going to be we've got international break coming up. But yeah, we'll be going through his game week um, review, which won't take long when you've only got a few, two people playing. So um, that's not too bad. And we've got um, you know, a shit list as per usual. We'll do a little mini league update as, as well on top of that. So we've got as new Peter's latest feature, which is reviewing other FPL podcasts. Um, so we, this week we're doing Big at the Back, um, which is quite a new um, podcast, really good, really fresh. So um, it'd be good to have a bit of a discussion around that. But yeah, that sort of gives you an understanding of what we're going to get through tonight anyway. What are we leading off with then, Heath? We've got our game week review, mate. Yeah. Oh, God. This is, <laughs> I, I just, can we just skip this part, please? You know, it's just, it's not good. Not not good. Well, you've only got a couple of North teams put, you know, playing. You know, it's it's not worked out well. Not good. I'll, I'll jump on it first. I think it's no, 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 no. I'll, I'll jump on it first. It's fine. You, 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 you get your glory at the end of it. You know, you, you take your victory against three men. You know, that's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, because my my game week will take me all of about thirty seconds. So start the timer now, here. Thirty seconds to review my team. Okay. Twenty-two points this game week. Sari net one point. Cody one point. Kilman no point. James Madison, captain, 20 points. That's it. Everyone else didn't play. Good night. And remember what you said about how this game was going to play out. You, you had this inner confidence that Madison might get you over the line with the captaincy. <laughs> I did well, actually think to myself, when he scored his, his goal pretty early on, I was thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, this, this, this guy, this can't, he, can't get this, he can't get this one right. <laughs> nah, nah. to be fair. I needed, um, I needed a Wolves clean sheet because I had triple wolves obviously um, which they were looking good for in that first half I thought then Jimenez who will get on to later did, did his thing so yeah that, that didn't work out too well either so I needed a wolves clean sheet to have any even slim chance of getting there along with a, a captain display but you can't play with four players especially when you had a full side out you know you took a you know you took a minus four hit for it but um, which I'm sure you'll tell us about but well, you, you managed to feel you know, 10, 10 players, didn't you? I mean, you would have had it, you, you know, so, yeah, you, you couldn't have done anything more than that, to be fair, could you, I don't think, because um, you, you didn't have anyone on the bench who was going to play for you, because Erickson had COVID, but um, it was the defender you needed, wasn't it? So, or did Dini Nip didn't play either, did he? So, you probably had nine nine men, but, um, yeah, not, it was, ne- it was never going to be, never going to be. I was caught in two minds of, do I go for it this game week, knowing that you definitely are, you know, going to struggle? And my my whole idea was that I wanted to bring in Tony and Ericsson, and I wanted Ericsson to be my backup fifth midfielder going forward, and I could just sit with him being around. I assumed that he'd play most games, but obviously he didn't. Uh, but it didn't matter this week. I didn't need him this week. So the idea was I wanted to take a minus four this week when I was pretty confident I was going to win the game week. So I, I brought brought him in and knew that he was only going to be on my bench because I just knew that I was going to have, you know, a front, well, I was yeah. going to have a 3-4-3 three, three and that all midfielders and attackers were going to play. So anyway, yeah, I got 69 points this week. Like I said, I took a minus four. And i got to be honest with you, I think I made made some good decisions. Martinez, just, just the three points. Luca Din and Rudiger didn't play. Kieran Tini was six. 
clean sheet. Saka, the guys on form. I'm, I'm so glad that we brought him up about three or four weeks ago to say, yeah. why aren't you guys picking this guy? Because it made no sense. Yeah. But now yes. he's finally getting the recognition he deserves. And he looked really good against mm. Villa. He looks so lively. He looks really yeah. interesting as a football I, player. He's yeah, he's he's absolute quality, you know, as the lad, and you know, he's been he's been abs- he's been, you know, showing showcasing his, his talent, you know, for, for all to see. And I think um yeah, you know, getting some great you know, he's getting the rewards as well, you know, with his you know, his returns this season have been really good. When we did the the quiz the other week, for example, you know, you know, his his sort of things were um, you know, were right up there. So it, it was really something that I think, you know, with his stats this season at the moment, you know, you can't really fault the guy. He's, he's playing fantastic football. You know, he, he burst onto the scene last season. You know, he was great for England in the Euros. Obviously, he's, he's come back well from obviously missing the penalty in the final. You know, that can sort of really, that could hit, that could hit people. But he's he doesn't seem to have had that issue. And, you know, he's, he's really sort of demonstrating that he's a top quality talent. And, you know, Arsenal demonstrating great quality at the moment themselves you know it was a big win for them and i think you know you could tell they knew it was a big win for them because you know they, they, they were after they had full-time whistle they were all you know celebrating together you know really sort of having a camaraderie they seem to have going on there which seemed to rile a few people for some strange reason gabby Bonglehall was obviously a little bit sour about them they were losing maybe because they were like oh why are they celebrating like that well, because they knew it was a big result for them. They, it puts the pressure all on the teams below them, you know, with Spurs and West Ham playing each other. You know, they're now six points clear of West Ham and we're in seventh place and still got two games in hand on them. So West Ham are pretty much, they could be out there, they'll be out of their sight, you know, if they pick up one win of those games in hand. It kept them three points above Spurs with a game in hand. It put them four points above Man United with a game in hand still. It was it was a massive result for Arsenal and and I think over the last number of seasons, most people would have backed them to, to drop points there at the weekend. So, yeah, I'm really impressed with them at the moment. Don't show what they're keeping safe with Arteta, you know, letting him, you know, sort of implement it the way he wants to play. But he's brought in these youngsters as well who are hungry. Got rid of Aubameyang. Great move, to be fair. I know he's scoring goals at Barca, but I think it was a, it's a, great, it was a great move by both, to be fair. He wanted out. Barca are a good place for him to go you know they, they would be doing poor Arsenal needed rid of him because he was just causing problems and both of the all parties I think are probably happy with the deal right now 100% yeah I'm happy with Arsenal just because my team is now very competitive yeah. because they're actually getting some points so happy days but just going back to it so I've got Coutinho and Kulazeski who both got two points each ultimately they didn't really matter so much because of the other team players around them so Hyungmin Sun turned up, got a 15-pointer. He probably had, he should have had so many more as well. I mean, he could have had a hat-trick. He could have got some yeah. assists. Ivan, Tony and, and Lacazette have, have both let me down this week with two points as well. But again, because yeah, because of the rest of my team, it, it doesn't really matter. But Lacazette has got to be, I've got to be thinking about, do I really want to keep him? Because if you've got these... <laughs> Arteta, you know, Arteta is playing this kind of formation. It feels like Lacazette's not really going to score many points. He's and... getting some assists though, isn't he? And, and he takes yeah. the penalties. So it's he's one of those where, yeah, see what you're saying. For the money it costs, could you get someone who's going to get you maybe a few more points or at least the same amount of points for less money? And the answer is, yeah, you can. Um, so I suppose you just got to you got to think about, you know, what, 
what what Mars and you know can you does it then free up money elsewhere for the for the running because you know we've we've got a title race on our hands obviously in our head to head so it's um you know you got to be looking and thinking about those things I think as well aren't you so it's yeah I, I see what you're saying with that but you know I don't think Lacazette's done too badly more of the recent weeks you know again picked up some assists got the odd goal I think he's been critical for Arsenal you know just with his link up play and holding up play and getting the like the likes of Smith um, Smith Road, Guard Saka, Martinelli, whichever those are playing, Lacazette's bringing them into the game, isn't he? Which um, obviously he, yeah, he, doesn't he, score your points in FPL. That's, but the, it, that's it the thing. I, I think I heard someone on a podcast saying the other day that he's playing the traditional French number nine kind of thing, where they 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 play well, the team wins, but they don't get many goals, and yeah. you know, that's not what I really need. But we'll we'll, we'll see about him and. And Tony, like I say, came in and just basically did exactly what Emmanuel Dennis has been doing for me, got on a solid two-pointer, which is disappointing. But so Harold of Kane with three assists, two bonus, massive score. That, basically. that pass, that pass. Oh, he, it's he a did. glorious pass, yeah. The sun, I mean, it was just absolute quality. I've, I've got up, I've had a debate with one of my mates for a while now about you know, Lewandowski and Kane, you know, who's better, et cetera, and everyone's got their own different opinions. I sort of, I just messaged him on that pass. I went, I've never I've never seen Lewandowski do play a pass like that before. Um so he just he just put put a laughing smiling face back at me and I'm like, yeah, I'm in I'm in, you know, team Harry over Lewandowski. I mean I'm not doubting that he's world class Lewandowski, but I just I'd have Harry Kane over him any day of the week. Really, I, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's surprising because although I think Kane is is it, he has got a better all round game. I do think that if I saw one if someone you know running through on goal, if it was Lewandowski or or Kane, I would I'd rather go for Lewandowski. I, I just think he's a better finisher. I think Kane's a good finisher, but I think Lewandowski is just clinical all the time. And you know, if you put him in any team, I think he'd score a lot of goals. I think Harry Kane's good. But he needs to be in a better team, probably to showcase how good he could be. But at the same time, I think I think that's why Harry Kane's better as well. But I think maybe you know, I, I twist that argument. Harry Kane's been doing it in the Tottenham side for years, right? Lewandowski, you put Harry Kane in, in Bayern Munich side up front. I I put money on that. He'll score nearly just as many goals as Lewandowski will. But you could say Ooh. Lewandowski scores yeah. plenty of goals for Poland in the qualifiers, and Poland haven't exactly got a massive group of you know great individuals that they they qualify now for tournaments because of his goals and his leadership uh, you know the, the fact is swings around about so i think they're both very good players we, I just, we, we, we make it to finals of tournaments now you know because harry kane Poland's a far bigger country than, than than england bigger population you know is it yeah they should be doing better not really not really think about the funding how much money goes into our country's football and how much goes into the polish football well, yeah, it's not my problem. <laughs> well, it makes not my, not my it makes players better if they train better, right? <laughs> I mean, Matty Cash is probably one example of someone English going over to Poland to play, but you know, the fact is, most of the time, I would imagine that most people who were part Polish, part English, would want to play for England because if they were that good, that they would want to showcase their skills and use the facilities that are over here. Matty Cash, obviously an example where it's going the other way. But all I'm saying is that Lewandowski, that's a irrelevant of what team he's playing for. If he's through on goal or it's Kane through on goal, I would put a lot more money on Lewandowski to score than Kane. Mm. 
and he's a goal scorer. He's a, he's a, as a striker. I don't, I don't want Lewandowski dropping off and playing a great pass through to, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say Ribery, but he's probably <laughs> no <Nah>, Ribery's <laughs> probably left there. about four or five years ago, didn't he? Yeah, I think he's, uh, through to, thinking... to, to Leroy Sane, I guess. Sane or Gnabry or um, yeah. you know those type of players, Coman. Yeah, you don't need you don't need your striker to be dropping deep and playing those passes. You want your striker to be running Harry onto Kane them. Can, Harry Kane can do that, and he can still go up there and score goals. So. Yeah. No. Again, the, the argument here isn't is Harry Kane good? Harry Kane is good, but is Lewandowski better? That's the argument. I think goal scoring oh, is Harry Kane's better. Uh, uh, give me your mate's number, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, send back it, I'll back it up, back him up. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, so yeah, my bench obviously was non-existent. Ericsson was at COVID or something, and Foster, Walker-Peters and James all didn't play because they have a fixture. So yeah, all in all, it was brilliant for me. 69 points, a very sexy number. And it meant that the all-important head-to-head league is back on. There's 35 points in it between you and I, mate. At one point, it was like 100 plus. Now it's 35 points. We're both on 45 points. We've both won 15, both lost 15. There's not been a draw so far this season. We, we both go for it. We no, over. Yeah. There hasn't been a draw, has there? But, we, over, yeah. we, we don't settle for a draw. We, we go for the win or take the loss. But definitely, yeah, definitely if, 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 I can, yeah. if I can get, to say it quietly, if I can get those 35 points in the next few game weeks, mate, Maybe you never know. I've got some. I've got some decent double game weeks coming. You do, up, you do. But benefits the uh, northern teams a little bit more. I, I really can't wait to see what you're going to do with this next double game week. Because of all the teams to have a double game week, the ones you probably wouldn't particularly want. Burnley and Everton. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, apart from Norwich, there's not many other teams you and, you wouldn't want to have a double game week. And Burnley also played Man City in the other games, so yeah, that's probably not going to be much mm. much joy there. But we'll we'll see. Who knows? You know. I mean, well, you know, could be could be a nice nil nil draw that. So could overload on the defense. You know, not Michael Keane though. Definitely. No. <laughs> well, there you go. But yeah, I think I think like the 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 fact is that the, the as I said last week and probably the week before, the fact is that we're end of March, and this league is well and truly on. And therefore, I hope that people are going to be tuning in week in week out to be thinking, oh. What so are you going to do there. this week? Who's going to be yeah. top of the league? Who's going to be bottom of the league? You know, there's absolutely nothing in it between the two of us. And there's a lot of games to be played still, but there's not a lot of game weeks to be played. So nah. we'll see how that we go. That been game week last week anyway. Game I know. Week I know. It was a shock. Shocking fast of a game week from FPL. That'll, again, get brought up very shortly, to be honest with you, Heath. Um, so, um, yeah, I think... Um, I think, I think it's time. Been... I think it's time, yeah, mate. It's time, I think yeah. it is time for the Michael Keane shit list. I'm not going to... I think now we've got to the point, we're in March. If people haven't listened to this and don't understand about the shit list, then realistically, they need to listen to previous podcasts. So I'm just going to call it the Michael Michael Keane shit list, and we're going to keep with that. All right. Yeah. State. Yeah. Well, Vent. I, Vent. Michael, Vent. Michael, Ke- Michael Keane has made the shit list again because... I was watching the Palace Everton game, which Palace absolutely battered him. And who was at fault for the first goal? Michael <laughs> Keane, crikey. Losers, losers Mark Gray, the New England centre half, and he scores an header. And, you know, you're just like, oh, dear Keeney lads, you know. 
he did score in the first few minutes himself, actually, but he was offside, so he couldn't even stay on side to put Everton in, in the lead. And then, yeah, he did, did he, he celebrate? His... Did he have a proper celebration, or did he know uh, he was offside? Uh, I think, I think, he, I think he sort of celebrated, but then it quickly went, it went away. I think he, he probably knew, but he was maybe hoping, hoping. But um, but yeah, so Michael King can go on there just to keep him on there. But you know, people might think we've got a vendetta against him. He's consistent. He's consistent, so we're not actually got a vendetta. We're, we're saying well done for being consistent. You know, that, that's all we're saying. Well done. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, yeah. The the second person on my shit list is Mr. Jimenez at Wolves. Wolves cruising two 0 against Wolves against Leeds on Friday night. Um, I was yeah, and you know, you just clean sheet was in the bag. Clean sheet was in the bag. I was counting the points. You know, I wasn't expecting the, the game week win, but. I'm thinking 18 points there, you know, with um, Saar, Cody, Kilman, you know, yeah, maybe maybe one of them might get some bonus points. Who knows? So I was there thinking that's great. And then Jimenez decides to get sent off. Well, not Kilman, he didn't play in the end, actually, which made life even better, you know, so I only have three players playing. But yes, but then Jimenez gets sent off. Idiot thing to do. I mean, it's not just because it affected the Wolves' ability to keep a clean sheet. But it also meant Leeds got you know a bit further away from safe uh, from the drop through the bottom three and pretty much you know the Leeds fans are coming out saying that yeah look at us now we're, we're moving places I'm like shut the fuck up you know you what what did you think of the the Jimenez sent off did you think it was a definite second yellow I I think if he's not had a first yellow yellow he's getting yellow carded for that all the time so yeah you know I think yeah I, think I, I just I just think that if it's it gets First, given these days. More. Yeah, I, d- I just thought that because it's a goalkeeper, it, I feel like goalkeepers just have such a oh, easy yeah. ride. And, and and the thing is also because the goalkeeper milked it, I didn't even think he actually touched him. I mean, he might have done, but I think it's a collision. Mm. Just like any yeah. kind of 50-50, you, you, you know, the fact is that in the Premier League, even on the Sunday League, yeah. you want your players mm. to go for those. And the fact is that I didn't see anything really that dirty. I, I, I can yeah. understand it's a yellow card, but I think that, to be honest, I still think it was a bit harsher. You know, yeah, that. no, no, I, I, I know what you're saying, but yeah, I think in today's game... Still, it was reckless. Yeah. You, you when just, you're on a yellow. You, yeah, you just ask, you're just being silly by doing that, and that's, you know, you know, just, yeah, you just, you can't, can't be, you can't do something like that, really. You've got to, got to think smarter than that as a footballer. And you know he's he's not he's not he's not been smart at all there. So I think yeah, and I know some people captained I think Jimenez actually this weekend, didn't they? So um, but yeah, that's um, that's his second red card of the season because he got sent off against Man City. Remember when he did that stupid like two bookings in the space of no time against City uh, City earlier on in in the year, didn't he? So it, it's you know that's both on him really, just for putting himself in those situations. So. Yeah, um, so Jimenez is on the shit list for that. You know, it also cost his team three points, which um, which would have been a big three points for them as well. Because again, you know, Wolves, you know, in with a shout of Europe, you know, European football, a win there. If they'd have won that game, which they should have done, that two 0 up at half time, not had a man sent off, they'd have been seventh. They'd have gone above West Ham. You know, so it's um, you know, little things like that can um, you know, I don't think they're not going to finish any lower than eighth most likely unless Leicester going to run with their games in hand but you know it was a big chance for them to get into those one of those European spot places really so missed chance for them 
yeah, FPL, they're on my shit list this week. How can you have a four-game game week? You really shouldn't be doing that. That's, I mean, the amount of people I know will have used up three hits probably just to make sure they can get players, and if I'd have not used all mine up, I'd have been one of those, though I still wouldn't have been out of the field in 11 because I could only... You know, they're obviously not taking our podcast seriously here for the FPL <laughs> because I physically wouldn't couldn't put more than nine players out on that team if I if I was if I was wanting to make all those transfers. It was only Wolves, Leeds, and Leicester from the Northern teams. You could only put out you could put out twelve. You know, if you maybe maybe that. they were thinking, do you know what the big man needs a little bit of help? We'll give well, him game week thirty. Yeah, is that what they were thinking? <laughs> well, if that's what they were thinking, they're absolute tossers. So that's, um, but, but you know, but that's it. You know, it, it worked out all right for you because you obviously had a few Arsenal, Spurs, and, and Villa players anyway, because you probably had Coutinho in for a little while. Well, you have, um, you've had Son in, Kulisevsky, and Kane pretty much now for a little while again. Saka, Saka, has been in your team pretty much all since, since the day we were born, it feels like, to be fair. You, you love Tierney for some reason, but you know, there, there you go. Um, so you know, it was it just didn't I just don't, don't sit right with me being an actual full game week when there's only four matches on. I just don't think that's right, you know, to be fair. But um, you know, it's what it is. But well done, FPL, great work again. Um, and yeah, I, will, I could I could go on, but the other stuff's probably more FA Cup related as well. And the, I mean, was Diego, was Diogo Yotta offside? Bloody looked offside. I'll tell you what, every angle I've seen it on, it looks offside, but they found some lines and they drew it. And, you know, all these Liverpool fans saying that we're not, we don't get helping hands from VAR. Yeah, you, you did that. Just hold your, say, just say it. Yeah. Well, you know, what about uh, Yates going through on, on Allison? Did you think that was a penalty? Nah. nah it, it, do you know what? The thing about it is, I think that they were hinting to it and the commentary. There are there are other players who could be a bit more clever about that, mm. and the fact that he didn't go down straight away. But the fact yeah. is that it it was one of those ones that you do think that if it was down the other end, that probably would have been given. Maybe, but I think I don't I don't think it will quite warranted it for me. To be fair, to be a, to be a penalty, and um, but you can't you can't yeah. like I mean the fact is that it irrelevant of what happens if there's a hand that's outstretched and it touches the foot. The, you know, I know this uh, Yates wasn't exactly running that quickly, but the fact is that when footballers are going that quickly, a little nick or anything like that could be the difference between them staying up or going down. I don't think with his examples is a bit different, but I do think that the fact that I didn't even really check it, it wasn't even like, you know, yeah, you just think... go, go have a look, just have a check, quick check. I didn't even yeah. realise that VAR was working. <laughs> yeah, well, I think... I think what tells you something about it as well, which probably means that I'm right here for sure, is that, um, you know, Boris haven't come out and started saying, well, that's, that's a clear penalty. They, I don't think they see, sort of think that, you know, there's not been a huge thing, you know, the, the reports that I read as well on top of that, none of them really went into much detail about the, you know, the, the penalty appeal, there was you know, a brief line about it. But so I think, I don't think that it's one of those that's, you know, clear and obvious ever that's why Bauer have really got involved in it and to, to be honest with you so that 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 were my thoughts on it and Boris gave a good account of themselves against Liverpool there you know Liverpool had possession but they didn't blow them away or anything like that obviously made a few changes to the lineup I think it was 
again, you know, good good cooked tie. It was. It was a good. It was a good atmosphere. That's my shit list, yeah. So um, the, that, that's all that goes on it. To be fair, you know, FPL's the one that I'm really mad with. You absolutely bummed me this game week. Well done for that. Congratulations. Cool. Well, all right. Well, I, I've got a, I've got a full list. I've got, in fact, I've got Ooh. one that you could actually say arguably I've got more than I should have. But you'll you'll kind of make that decision, I guess, when we get to it. But the first one I'm going to go with is Luke Hayling. I think he's got he I, he's one of those players that. I know he's a nice guy, but he looks like a twat, right? And his <laughs> celebration for his goal was just, he, he just, you know, it's, it's kind of like Jimmy Bullard, you know, like Jimmy Bullard used to be quite amusing. As, you know, wasn't afraid to be a character, I guess. But the fact is that it's just, it was terrible, terrible celebration, awful. What he was trying to do, I don't know, Robbie Keane, I guess, or Jimmy Floyd has yeah, or something. It was just... Some, someone- yeah, someone said that he was trying to do like, well, who was it who mentioned about Robbie Keane? I can't. Some it was someone on them um, on Talk Sport, I think it was, and they were saying, yeah, it was you know, trying to do a bit with Robbie Keane, wasn't he? I think it was Jamie O'Hara who said it or something, and um, yeah, they were just laughing about it or not. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why that's why you know defenders don't score very often. But, well, I do. Yeah, but... I do remember he he, he scored. He scored. <laughs> I think last season where he took his hairband off, and started oh, yeah, going off, and it was just so funny because then it was ruled out for. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it was cracker. He scored. He scored a good goal against um, Man United, didn't he? I think. Yeah, in one of their beatings from them, I believe. I can't remember which one, but yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right on that one. Yeah, but yeah it's a terrible celebration there. I, I'm. I'm going to stick with that game and then go with the, the the Wolves defending for the second and the third goal. More the second, but the third goal wasn't that much better. To be fair, the Leeds defending for the Wolves' goals weren't that great either. Yeah. But yeah, Wolves defending for that crazy. second goal was just comical. And, and you kind of look at it and go, is that what happens when you're down to 10 men, you know, that you get caught out like that? But it felt like there was about seven or eight Wolves defenders, midfielders in the box where James was on his own. He has his chance. It gets deflected mm. up in the air. I don't know if it was Saiz, but someone has a swing at it. It goes back up in the air. And then it still feels like there's only two or three Leeds players in the box when there's about eight Wolves players. You know, they st- certainly... I mean, I think there was someone on social media pointing out Willy Bowley. <laughs> His yeah. uh, his ball watching was was top class, and I, I, I he, didn't have a laugh. His eyes didn't leave the ball, did they? His <laughs> eyes were focused on the ball. You know, you, honestly, you were doing a spot the ball competition. Just look where will where where the ball is looking, and you'll find where the ball is. Yeah, I, yeah. I, as 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 a as a defender, I can categorically admit that I've been there before and noticed myself yeah. just ball watching and and then get someone. Having a go and thinking, all right, mate. Oh, actually, no, they're right. I was ball watching. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on there. There's, there's um, a there's, there's a there's a good one. Um, it's back from if you go like to you know Premier League years, right? And watch you on Sky or whatever. In ninety two, ninety three, when Man United were one nil down to um, Sheffield Wednesday, mm. like towards the end of the season, and he, it was like a big result. If, you know, you know, if they'd lost that game, you know, they might not have gone and won the title, who knows? But there's a goal, the equalizing goal from Steve Bruce Edder. He heads it. And if you look back at it, Nigel Worthington's on the post and he just watches the ball and he and it's like he's just watching it and his head falls the ball and like and I think I think it was 
from like a Nick Hancock, you know, on, on goals and gas type video or football. And he was like, and he just commentates, pretend to be Nigel Worthington, and sort of speaking about it. And he's like, eh, and I'll be the ball going in there. And it's right next to him. He <laughs> like, he just doesn't move. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember seeing there, there was a goal as well where I'm pretty sure, again, it's Man United. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Steve Bruce, but there's Brian Robson who follows the ball and jumps into the defender who's on the post. That's- is yeah, that, it? that was it. Yeah, that's it. And he's, and he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, sorry, you know. But yeah. you can see that there's no <laughs> malicious maliciousness from from like like Robson yeah. doesn't mean to do it, but yeah. he's, he's just kind of watching it and thinking, I'm chasing this down. I'm going to get the yeah. rebound if exactly. I need to. And he yeah. throws him down to Worthington. Yeah, exactly. And Worthington's <laughs> just watching ball going back at that. <laughs> you know, maybe he had a few quid on Man United to win league. Who knows? Because um, yeah, <laughs> it was just. A, yeah, funny moment. Sorry, that's what brought it back up from that Burley story. So, yeah. And, you know, that's that's it, you know, classic defending, you know. Keep, well, what, always keep watching on both hand. sides. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But there's some great defending. There was some shocking defending, you know, from that game. So, um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, what else have you got on this shit list then? Yeah, so I, I then have Hyomin Sun, who I, I love as a fantasy asset and has been probably my best player this season really he, he had a stinker I mean he's had a real stinker and I'm glad that it's been pulled up because I've always thought of him as a good guy but he went down in my estimation the other day when I think it might be old Zuma mm. who's who's kicked the ball towards him he's probably oh, his son's yeah. probably thought oh this it's a cat coming my way or something but it's hit his heels <laughs> and it's he's, it's not like Zuma's hit hit it hard I mean nah. like I say the cat flew yeah. further than the ball did and Suns felt the ball touch him in the back and he's gone down onto a knee. I just yes. think that is appalling. Yeah, yeah. Because, because then it's like you then see a moment later, Regulon diving in, trying to get Zuma. I'm like, you know, get your handbags away, pal, as well, you know. But yeah, Suns' reaction is shocking. You just don't really that. bad. I didn't expect yeah. that from him, to be honest. He's, he's never come across like that kind yeah, of guy, really. But that was awful. I, I agree. No, nah, it was poor form, and you know that's that's the sort of side of football you don't really want to be seen. Is you know that that sort of thing going on and happening because you know it didn't it, it doesn't need to happen. You know, you know Zoom, Zoom was already having a bad day. He's already got an OG. You know, you don't need to be trying to get him sent off for just kicking a bloody football and, and that. So yeah, I was um yeah, it was a little bit I think a little bit um poor to be to be fair. I don't, did he? I don't think he got booked for for that, which is I, I was glad to see that to be honest with you, because you know some referees might have then gone, yeah, well, right, I'm going to book him for that. Well, nah, you know he didn't need booking for that. It wasn't booking at all, and that, so I, yeah, I'm glad. I was glad that the referee didn't book, book him there to be honest. With I, you I do that. think though that I would like the referees to be a bit firmer on diving in general. Though I know you're saying mm. that Zuma wasn't yeah. booked. I really like it if they actually picked up on, like, if VAR was able to just go, that looks like a dive, you need to go back and book that guy. And, and it doesn't need to be looked at again. You know, if it's a dive, it's a dive. It, everyone can see it. If yeah. someone's trying to get someone, it, ungentlemanly conduct or whatever, if someone's trying to get someone booked or sent off, then realistically, someone should be coming down on that. And while we've got VAR, use it for that kind of, that angle, you know, I mean, if Son had been booked, I don't think he would have had too many complaints because he's just acting like a pillock, really. Yeah. Haven't said that word in a long, long time. Yeah, but that's, that. a good, that's yeah, threw it right out there. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I would really like to see some 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 people getting their just desserts when it comes to diving because I've seen it quite a few times. Even let's just say Yates the other day. For me, I thought that was 50-50, could have been given, might not. But the fact is that the way that he's gone down, if that's not a penalty, it looks like a dive. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, I kind of feel like I have to go down. So, I mean, I've just gone full 180 there where I've gone from, it looked like it could have been given to actually maybe it was a dive. And maybe that's the whole thing. But again, if you start booking people and using VAR for good, then maybe people stop diving. Simple as that. Yeah. So that's that's one of those things that if you see if yeah. I see someone diving properly, they're on my shit list without a doubt. But yeah, last one. Well, actually, I'm I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have two actually. What well, arguably? <laughs> so Mikel Arteta, he's had some moments this season. I, I want to like this guy. I, I I really like the fact that this Arsenal team are exciting. They're young, really likable players. Arteta is a young, exciting manager, but he's had. A few things that have happened this season. There's been a couple of things that happened against Watford in both the home and away game. I'm not going to go into those because I'm pretty sure I went on about it back in the day. But the the whole complaining about having too many games in this period is absolutely a joke. Honestly, I couldn't believe that 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 he was saying this. This is a team who, yeah, I mean, they've in the in years gone by, they've been fighting for you know Europe and you know Europa League they've been maybe in the FA Cup or League Cup what how can he complain I mean the fact is that when it comes down to it there are certain teams I think Chelsea have played a lot more games than Arsenal but throughout this whole period I think there's certain teams that have played a lot more games than Arsenal yeah, yeah Chelsea, what is he talking about yeah Liverpool do. to be fair I mean I'm I'm, I'm with you on this and but I don't think it's just, you know, obviously it's Arteta's turn this week who said it, but, you know, there's a few managers who, who come out with it and, and whatnot, you know. Basically, you know, I know Solskjaer did it with United when Klopp's done it for Liverpool. You know, Guardiola's done it. Two shells said that, you know, his team's tired and stuff like that. I don't have any fucking sympathy for these lot. They're getting paid hundreds and thousands of pounds to play a sport that, you know, that people like me and you would do what we're doing now for a career and probably actually take less money if it meant we were playing football every day, you know, and and that's and that's it, you know. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not, you know, a fan of, of that, you know. I mean, I think Conte was um Conte came out, didn't he, and sort of said basically you know, without really saying anything, just sort of said, um, just basically get up get on with Arteta is basically what he's saying, you know, no need to complain there. They've all got the ball. Everyone has games. Everyone has fixtures postponed, and you know it's been with COVID as well this year, so things have been different. But I think you know it's yeah, it's silly of him to to be saying that. I think at the moment, just get on with it. Keep playing. Keep winning games if you're winning games, which they are doing. You know they're in a good run of form. You know they've given Liverpool a good game. You know Arsenal's next three games. They've got Palace away, Brighton at home, Southampton away. They get three wins there. <laughs> you know. They're very, they'll be very, very close to, to getting that top four spot guaranteed, you know, if they can get three wins out of the next three. And I know they've got some tough games after that, but, you know, everyone's got tough games, to, to be fair, coming up still. And, and and lastly, where, you know, Arsenal fans, I'm not bashing your your team here because this one's pro-Arsenal. The, the celebration police was out 
in 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 like and and this is what we were you were talking about earlier so i'm i'm going after not only gabby agbon lahore but i'm also going after ashley young and ruben neves all three of them telling arsenal they can't celebrate because it's only against wolves it's only against aston villa they can do one i'm not being funny but the fact is that if you win a premier league game irrelevant you should enjoy it you have to life's too short you know the the fact that these people are so bitter about not winning the game or not getting a result out of a team like Arsenal really speaks volumes about the kind of characters we're talking about here. Mm. And I, I thought that was poor form. Like this is what I'm saying. Arguably, you could say I've I've extended my shit list to more players. But what I'm trying to say is, ultimately, the fact is that Arsenal. I like the fact that they're going away from home at Villa and getting a result and and celebrating like it means that much to them. I like that. I had it earlier in the season. I went to Watford Southampton and Southampton, you know, played really well. They deserved to to beat us, to be fair. And after the game, all their players went over to their away fans and they celebrated it like it was was like a big win. And I I, I couldn't help but feel, you know, obviously a bit gutted, but also kind of like admiring the fact that they were really enjoying it. They didn't kind of play it down. Oh, it's just a team for the championship. It's all right. They've, they've gone and played a promoted team. They're a Premier League team. You know, we're a Premier League team. And they've enjoyed it. They they know it was a big result considering they think they might be fighting relegation. They're not really now, but they didn't know that at the time. And I think at the time they might have been fourth or fifth from bottom. So I really like that. And I, and I like the fact that, you know, these fans have come a long way to yeah. watch and they've spent a lot of money to watch their team play. And for these guys to be celebrating it like it is like a Champions League win or FA Cup win, good for them, you know? And Definitely. and the, the celebration police can, like say, do one. But yeah, you're right, completely right. And, you know, yeah, I, I, I want to see my team celebrate, you know, if they win the game. I want to see that they, it matters to them. They care about it, like you said. Fans care about it because they travel there, they spend the money to go there. And, yeah, you want to see a team showing it. Just like if they lose, you don't want to see them just not looking like they give a crap. You want to see them coming up to the, the, the fans if they're putting a good performance, just not quite been good enough. You know, you know, still applaud them if they've been absolutely woeful. Go up to the fans, you know, raise an hand in an apologetic hand, sort of thing. You know, you want to see that it, that it matters to them. And that, like I said, that's football. That's what you want. To, that's what I want to see. I want to see people that it matters to. And like you said, I just think yeah, it sounds just too much like sour grapes from those who were saying, oh well, they only beat Villa and stuff like that. Well. Who gives a shit what they think? You know, I'd rather, like I said, Arsenal are doing well at the moment, playing well. They've got a good team bond, obviously, and they're, they're showing that. So, yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, and that's my shit list. Good shit list. Like it. Like it. Some different things on there to discuss, which is, yeah, always, always good to hear. So, nah, nah, liking it, Heath. Well done. Well done, you. <laughs> yes. Congrats. I forgive you now for that earlier Rotherham outburst. So, yeah, we can <laughs> do that. So, yeah, I suppose that leads us nicely now onto our mini-league update. I mean, probably loads to update, given the, the shite that's been this week. But um, have we seen much moving, much um, to-ing and fro-ing in, the, in this week, in this in this game week, Keith? Well, we've got a couple sing- single digits down the bottom from Joe Hadley and Nick Edwards. El Badger Poopers in the United Division, they've had a stinker. They're basically, yeah, they've obviously not even just decided to change their cap. Right, it looks like 
I think so. Joe Hadley hasn't even changed his captain, and neither has El Badger Poopers. And El Badger Poopers even had three players playing, but one of them was Jimenez. In four, four players playing, but one of them was Jimenez. So minus Ooh. points there. I got there, there's quite a, a mix. So Pavlos Lossi, 60 points. He had Kane as captain, he had Son. So obviously that worked out well for him. Then we've got going up the league. We've got some big scores. So Simon Dent with McGinn and Tonic, 84 points. It's a big, big week. But he did so, take a he did take a yeah. minus 24. <laughs> yeah, he went so, he went big, didn't he? He, he went, went he, he did go big. And do you uh, think he was going for a like a, a, a you know a game week win in the entire sort of game or something. Maybe, maybe. But he had Kanus, he had Kanus captain, he had Sun, he had Saka, Madison, and Gabriel Tierney. So whatever he was going for, it worked. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, can't, can't fault that. Well, well done. Well, well done, Dentos. Well done, Dentos indeed. Then we got to Zoe Maria. So we've got we got Ryan Bennett on 15 points and then Zoe, Zoe Maria just above him on 76 points. I mean, she played a free hit, worked out well for her. She's got Ben Rama as well in her team, but she's got the Kane captain's son, again, Saka, pretty much the standard kind of players that if you see big points, it's those three really that have got them. Mm. And then we go up and, yeah, I mean, I, I've got to be honest, I'm not far away. I'm, I'm getting closer. You've just you've just dropped out of the top ten, which is obviously a bit of a killer because FPL gluttony, Veldora Tempest, 48, 48 points just gone above you, buddy. He had Madison as captain as well. He's, he's had a lot of players playing there. I mean, he's done well, but he's taken a minus eight there to get that going. Then yeah. we go further up the league. Jason By expected to lose seventy two points. He's had a good week. Madison, Saka, Sun, Kane, all the usual suspects. He did have Jimenez with the minus two. Then we get to Mike Matthews, MM. We've talked about quite a lot recently. He's been on good form. Another minus eight, but he had Barnes, Saka, Kane, Captain, Sun, Ben White, Tierney. Then we get to the top three. So John Rogerson now in third place. Connor Tobin has gone up to second place. With 63 points, he, you know, again, Kane and Son and Saka. And then we've got Kevin Barnard, who still got a decent lead. I mean, 80 odd points. He didn't really, I guess he had, well, he had Kane captain, so that worked out well. And he had Saka. So it meant that he didn't have to change too much around for himself. So his team looked like it was quite nicely set up for this game week, to be fair. So Kevin must be would have been looking at Ramsdale in there and he didn't even play, didn't they? I bet. No, that's right. He he's now kept Kevin Barnard's now looks like he's just over 25k in the world. So he's he's having a very good season. He's he's in a lot of leagues. He's he obviously takes FPL very, very seriously. And I like it. I like I like the fact that when you you're in a lot of leagues and you're doing well that you're representing. So yeah, I think overall there wasn't there, there was a couple of disasters. I, I mean, let's let's have a quick look at Ryan Bennett, Spudge United. Hey, right. So I've got a great story about Ryan Bennett to go along with this. Uh, you, you mock his, you mock, you you mock his team first, and then I'll just I'll just add the the rub the salt into the wound. Well, Ryan Bennett has obviously got himself in a situation where he's 
he's he's got himself to the end of the the the, the week, and he's not obviously changed the team because his captain is Salah, his vice captain is Dennis. I mean, that's shocking anyway. He had probably this minor bit of hope that thinking, well, I've got Kilman, I've got Kulazetsky, I've got Kane. And Kane turned up, but obviously Kilman didn't and Kulazetsky didn't get any points apart from the two, uh, the uh, the playing points. So he's had an absolute stinker. And obviously he's got a very good team. He's obviously written that week off or he's completely forgotten. So you tell me. Well, I think you forgot, sir. Ryan, I worked with Ryan, and um, yeah, he was at he was at Cheltenham most of last week. So he did. <laughs> so he went. He, he were there on the first day on the Tuesday, and then he came back on the Wednesday. Then he had like Wednesday, Thursday sort of break, and then we went to Cheltenham on the Friday. Um, so I know that we were all pretty drunk on the Friday. So he probably forgot to do you know change like captain and stuff like that. Now, um, to make matters even worse, so after we finished at Cheltenham on Friday, so we've gone on a coach with a number of other people. So we're heading back to the coach. Ryan, we don't know where Ryan is. Ryan's gone. He's lost. Lost to us. So, he, he you know, so then we, we phone him. He do not know where he is. He's like, I don't have a clue where I am. You know, he's drunk and everything. So the coach is about to leave. So we're like, Christ, what do we do here? So we start, but the coach is queuing up. So, like, he's still got time, but he doesn't know where he's at. Doesn't have a clue. He ends up getting into a car with somebody to try and help him find his way back to where the coaches are. That doesn't go down what too well. So me and another lad get out, get off the coach to go and try and find him, right? Thinking, right, we've got time. There's no traffic and that. We eventually find him, but the traffic's all of a sudden just started going. The coach has left, won't pull over and, and, and wait for us. So we've ended up having to get a taxi back from Cheltenham. So Ryan's obviously paid for the taxi because, um, well, it was his error. 320 quid to get home from Cheltenham. Oh, and, so, and he hasn't won big that week in betting either. So he's he's had a he's probably probably um probably done about 800, 900 quid down the Swanee that week. Um and 320 quid of that was on a taxi home from Cheltenham. So yeah. Um <laughs> so he's had an absolute mare there, to be honest with you, as as, as old Bennett. Well um, so, on a positive yeah. note, he's got a shout out this week for yes. being good at FPL. So and not being very good at getting home from Cheltenham. So no, no. good work, Ryan, all rounds. <laughs> Hope you're okay. Hope you're feeling better. Definitely. It can but only yeah, get no. better from here, mate. It definitely can <laughs> only get better from there, yeah. So that was basically Bennett's Bennett's story there. So yeah, good good work from him. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you see him, do you just kind of go? Bennett. <laughs> no, 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 not usually to be fair, but I can, I can start doing that. If that yeah. That's okay. No problem. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, <laughs> that was our mini league update. And yeah, as usual, guys, good work. Anyway, we move on and we move on to our, our one of our newest features that we brought into our podcast last week, which was our FPL podcast review. Last week, we did the Green Arrow, which, like I say, I think we, we both firmly gave it the thumbs up. We liked it. You know, the fact is that they are, I mean, realistically, they've got, it, you can tell that they've got certain things going on for them. They're, they've they've been, been around for a while. They've got probably the financing behind them from that fantasy football hub. And, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, that they've got a big following already. So, as newbies on the scene of, of FPL podcasts, it's probably a bit weird for us to be reviewing their podcast, but it was what it was. However, this week, we're looking at 
a very new FPL podcast called Big at the Back. And it's two guys, Matt and Tom, who are both from Essex. And they have they have started a podcast and they've been going since around February. So I think they're up to episode eight. But I think that, to be honest, it was really nice and refreshing to listen to their podcast because it did feel more like ours. You know, it felt like what we're trying to do here. Last week's podcast that we listened to, the, the Green Arrow, way more professional than both of our podcasts. I don't think the guys from Big at the Back can complain about that, really. No. But the thing about it is that what we both have as uh, what we're trying to do and what it seems the big at, big at the back guys are trying to do as well is, you know, the content is the key here. It's not all the followers you've got. You know, the, the fact is the most important thing is, are you guys who understand football and do you get your message out there? And for me personally, I think that we try to do that. But from what I kind of felt about their podcast was that's exactly what I got from them. They... I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll come to you in a minute, State. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. No, that's fine. I, I did feel like when I was listening to their podcast, I was thinking to myself, this is like, you know, when you're in a pub and you're sitting there and you're talking to someone and you want to disagree with something that they're saying because you don't want to seem like a bit of a lapdog just listening and answering and agreeing and agreeing and agreeing. But to be fair to these guys, their points of view, I felt, were, were very valid, very interesting, and they spoke to me personally, that I, I, I found it very difficult not to agree with them, to be honest. they I didn't I even mention your name once, Steve. I don't even think they know you exist. Well, exactly. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> even know why I'm getting so caught up about it. I, I do think <laughs> I do think that it's, it's one of those things that you often find yourself listening to. Let's just say, let's use Gabby Agbon Lahore as an example. Now, for me, I could be wrong here, but I listen to TalkSport and there are certain people like him, Jamie O'Hara, where I just think that it's clickbait. <clears throat> and the fact is that I don't know why I listen to it, but I can't help myself because I'm just drawn in by the ridiculous statement they come out with. And even saying that, you know, like today, he's on my shit list. He shouldn't be. I shouldn't even care about him. He's, he's he not, he doesn't come across as the smartest guy. Yes, he played football at a good level, but do I really want to listen to him talk about football? Not really. Whereas these guys... I don't know if they played football when they were younger. Maybe they did. Maybe they played at a good level. Who knows? But the fact is that they come across like they know what they're talking about. And that's what you want from a podcast. Uh, that's what I was kind of hoping that we would offer. And we're trying to offer. I mean, obviously, sometimes you, you go off on one and talk a bit of shit about everything what? and anything. But... Huh? <laughs> no, I, me, I, I, I'm, I'm joking, Matt. I'm joking. But what, what, what did you think, Matt? What was your, what was your kind of impression of this podcast? <clears throat> Yeah, no, I, I like to like. So I think that they work they work well off each other and two mates, you know, talking about football and and, that. and you know, I like I liked the, the, their approach as well. You know, they were talking the the you know they talk about the games and then sort of like bring in fantasy from that. They obviously do a bit of the, about their you know they do the game week reviews and of their teams, but then they talk about the games, you know, and you know they say they watched it. Sometimes some of the games they watched one couple of the games they didn't do on the latest episode, but. So I said, oh, yeah, I had it on in sort of background on my phone whilst I was watching something else. You know, so it, it was good just to hear them talking about it, to be fair. And, you know, I, you know, they, you know, I liked how they sort of, you know, brought in their own sort of like tactical awareness sort of, of to how they see our games going and what teams are doing. I think they, they talked about some, uh, you know, which was quite interesting about Cristiano Ronaldo, but it was then about Spurs, how 
Spurs play this sort of way where Conte doesn't mind them letting people shoot from further out and stuff like that, you know, creating the, the letting them have little chances. And Conte wants to stop them conceding big chances. Yeah, against Ronaldo, it didn't work, you know, letting him shoot from 30 yards out and putting it in the top bin. But, you know, the, the, the sort of insight into that was quite, quite good, you know. You know, they're from Essex, so no one's perfect, guys. So, probably, you know, you're never going to be unless you're from West Yorkshire, in my opinion. But, you know, it was, it was good. And, you know, they also, you know, obviously have the little favourites as well, which I thought was good, you know, it's, you know, which we all are. We all have a bit of biasness at the end of the day. And, you know, I like that about them. It was just, yeah, it was, it was just nice, easy listening to as well. And lovely bit about um, him taking taking the, um, the credit for... For Kai Havertz's form as well. I think it was Tom who might have said some that he said he did something on Twitter about Kai Havertz and he said something about him being rubbish or something. And then all of a sudden he started being great again. So he's like, I'll put him on my team next week and he'll be be he'll be shit again. Which um, he's like, I don't mind that too much. You probably don't want to see Chelsea do well as a as a West Ham fan. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that was Matt. But yeah, I think that that was, that was the, the one the 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 only. There was a handful of negatives about this podcast, and I, and I think we have to pull them up on it. First of all, you know Matt supports West Ham. That's the one negative. That is a shame, but it could be worse. You could support Liverpool and, and be a southerner. Um, sorry, Tom, but that is yeah. a that's that's a big don't, big no no. Don't agree with that. Don't no, agree with that. Him, that was it. a real was, letdown, buddy. There's nothing scouse <laughs> about his accent. Nothing <laughs> scouse at all. And his VAR claim claims that they're not. You know, he's like ah. Oh, Liverpool don't get all the bad. I thought he was. I thought he was joking. I'm not having that, Tom. I am not having that whatsoever. <laughs> I was. I was disappointed uh, when I heard two Southerners. I thought, here we go. This is my type of podcast. And yeah, one of you don't even support a Southern team. Come on, buddy. You know, get yourself, get yourself over that. Let's move on. Let's find a proper team for you down south. You know, let's move away from Liverpool. It's not much fun. You know, they win all the time. Boring. Well, that, that that and that was the other negative. The Watford bashing I really wasn't appreciated. I like that. Was, there was a lot of Watford bashing, and um, yeah, because you're shit. Yeah, yeah, that probably helps <laughs> given that that agenda. But that was good. I like the fact that they keep their podcast pretty short. One thing that we could probably learn from them. <laughs> um, wow, shutting us up. I think we're we're we doing very well to keep this to under like three hours. You know, we could be like a a Lord of the Rings feature film. We could, you know, if we wanted to be. Yeah, we could be. And what what did you think of the, uh, uh, what did you think of the uh, the theme tune this week? Interesting, actually. You know, because like obviously the the first the, the start of it, it sort of you know goes the the in commentary. You know, you hear Gary Neville having his orgasm when Fernando scores. That's unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you, so you're hearing all that, so it's quite good. You know, so you. You know, you pick the gym, you know, basically tells you, you know, on the tin, right, this is a football podcast because this is any any football fan will have recognised, I would say, most of those, to be fair, in there as well. So, but yeah, no, not a bad, not a bad theme tune, to be honest with you. I, I'd, I'd rank it higher than last week's theme tune. Um, still, still nowhere near our theme tune. I mean, our theme tune's definitely better. So, yeah, exactly. You're not getting the theme tune award. That's still with us too. Yeah, unless you're insurance B, and then you're obviously thinking about if they can get themselves in the back door of the award ceremony because they've got the same uh, nah, theme tune as us. They've, 
they're disqualified. They didn't get in touch with us. They didn't say we want to use your theme tune. I still hear it every. I swear to God, every time I'm on YouTube, I'll hear it once or twice. It's it, I, there's like a YouTube algorithm in there that's really winding me up. But yeah, so did, you, no, it's like your post-it. did did you have any um, any negatives? Anything to that, that could do better category for these guys? Well, I think constructive I think, criticism. You know, how about that? You know me, I'm not really constructive to be fair. I just pretty much say how it is. So. Fucking southerners. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you can't help where you were born and where you were brought up from, I guess, sometimes. So, I mean, although they're, old, they're, they're clearly old enough now to have made a decision to move away from down there, maybe, and base themselves in the grand land, but, you know, I probably wouldn't accept them anyway. Got enough fake Yorkshire people in this world. Don't need any more. But no, I I tell you what, I think, you know, it's really good to see them, you know, because they're obviously fresh and new. And I think what they, what they can sort of add in is just adding a bit more into it, you know, like you said, going outside, going outside the box, you know, doing a few different things, you know, which I think, you know, we, we sort of, you know, took a little bit of a while as well to, to get into that. That's why we, we sort of didn't release, you know, the first year of doing it probably because we were sort of um, trying to master our craft, so to speak. So, you know, we, we've got stuff like the shit list, but I think they did say something towards the end of the podcast, the recent episode that they were going to look at doing maybe fantasy football legends and stuff like that. And I think so. I think they, they recognise that they can add more in. And I think that's where I would be sort of suggesting to, to do a little bit more on that, on, on that side of things as well. Because I do like the fact that they, they review the game week, you know, they, they talk about the games, you know, if they watch them match a day, you know, they'll bring up things and then they'll relate to FPL. But, I mean, you know, you can you can do do some extra, you know, do you know have a have a fe- a different have a different feature one week, you know, ideas like that, you know, bringing up bringing whatever you want. Um, to be honest with you, so that's that's the the one area I think where they they can expand. But I think, like I said, at the end of the episode, they were pretty much talking like that. So I think that they're obviously onto that and, and looking at other things to add in. Yeah, and and like. Everyone loves a quiz. Get a quiz in there, guys. Oh, that Throw cheeky something quiz in question. No, but they did a cheeky quiz question on this episode, actually, where they were, they were talking. Oh, oh, I can't remember what the question was, but um, you, you needed. It was. I can't remember what it was, but there was a little cheeky quiz question in there, so it, it was good. But it wasn't like a, a set thing. But I reckon with them two, they, they clearly have good knowledge. So I think yeah, a quiz would be quite good. Have a little head-to-head competition in. And that would be would be interesting. Nice. All right. Well, let's we we get to the the big questions. So, what would you rate the podcast out of ten? I'm gonna go for seven point nine. <laughs> the most random score ever. Okay. And would you recommend it? Definitely. Yeah. I think really easy to listen to, you know, quick. They're engaging as well. You know, you, you can I've listened to the recent episode, but I'm going to go back and listen to a few of the other ones they're doing and, and make sure that I listen to future ones as well. Definitely. Well, that that kind of then stops me from asking the next question because you pretty much answered it, which was, would you listen to it again? <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I'll listen yes. to it again. Just to... Just to just to appease your question, yes, I would listen nice. to it again. I, I think for me, I would say I would rate the podcast. I'd give it a 
And because last week, what I liked about the Green Arrow was how informative they were. I like the fact that they were giving me so much content. But if I'm being totally honest with you, there was too much FPL stuff. I know it sounds crazy. This is a FPL podcast, but for me, there was too much. It wasn't enough about actual football and just being a bit normal. You know, they have obviously said this in the green hour. They've obviously said, look, we want to be an FPL podcast and FPL is all we're going to talk about. Fine. Okay. But I like the fact that both we and Big at the Back throw out a bit more than just FPL and that we look at it from an FPL point of view at times. But ultimately, the bigger picture here is football. So I would probably rate it because I wrote, I think I rated the Green Arrow at 7.5. I'll give this an eight just because I think I came away from this a little bit more positive than I did last week. I don't think I, I didn't dislike the Green Arrow, just to put it out there. I just felt that big at the back offered a lot more. And ultimately, again, answering my question, would you recommend it? 100%. I'd recommend this to anyone who likes football. Last week, I would only recommend it for the hardcore FPL fans. This one, I'd recommend it to people who like football because these are two interesting guys who genuinely seem like they really care. They seem like they do a lot of research into the football they watch. They knew a lot. Like What really amused me was that they were talking about things we were talking about weeks ago because obviously I was listening to old podcasts and they were saying exactly the same things we were saying. And it's it's quite amusing, but... Yeah, again, I would definitely listen to it again. Could I, we get I, a could we get a quartet going on here? Could we have a maybe a cheeky one off one off special episode where the barbers, um, you know, do a bit of recording? Maybe, yeah. but I, I genuinely, I'm so glad that we we chose this one for a review because I just don't know if there are going to be many other podcasts like ours and like theirs where it's so new, so fresh, and it's still got that innocence, but at the same time it's got the content you would want to listen to for, for a football fan, not yeah. just an FPL fan, but a football fan. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think you could, even if you didn't really do FPL, I think, you know, you could, you could listen to it and still, still, you know, enjoy it, even without necessarily doing an FPL. I mean, they do talk about FPL. It might entice you into getting involved with it. Who knows? But um, I, I think, you know, because they do talk about the games, the scores, you know, what happened in them as well, you know, you're getting a little bit of a, you know, match of the day, extra sort of special review off, off them, I think, which I think, you know, that's good. You know, it's good to hear sort of peak fans' views and, and stuff, not just always the, the, the top pundits' views. So, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, now that we've given them a good review, it means that we're going to get free editing to the end of the season. So that's sorted. Um, obviously, awesome. You know, a nice backhander there. Oh, so, thank you. That, um, that can mean you can go back out to getting pitched all the time. Well done. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> obviously, like that—that's that's pretty much all we've got for today's podcast. But one thing I'm going to say to you, a bit of a spontaneous question: What's your what is your current strategy for the rest of the season? What what are you thinking? Right off the top of your head, we didn't obviously plan this, so I'm just asking you off the top of your head. Beat Eve. But have you got any kind of strategy to beat me? Yeah, score more points than you. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad that you took that that question seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you were trying to do. You were trying to pick. You were going to get me to answer, so you could take some hints and tips, and you could try and point doubt, you know, plant doubters, which you've been doing in WhatsApp groups on Twitter for the last several weeks now. So I'm not giving you any of the ammunition, boyo. 
all right? You try to get into my skin. You try to get all these nibbles and, and that, you know, and, you know, every now and then I, I will bite, but I'm not having it, okay? You try to play underhand dirty tactics, all right? You, you basically become an Elite United from the 70s and just kick the shit out of people. That's how you, that's what, where you're going in my eyes. So, no, oh, I'm not oh, playing, oh, I'm not oh, playing oh, your oh, game. All no, I wanted, all I wanted no. from you was, yeah, I've I've gone big with Leicester. <laughs> They've got a lot of games to come. That's all I wanted. Anyway, yeah, well, oh, there well, you go. See, see, there you go. You you try and plant something now already. Yeah, you know, that's it. It's I'm, I'm onto you. I'm onto you, big time, son. And you know, you just you just be ready and waiting, because when the heat comes, you're not going to be able to handle it. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to handle it. Not with that, not with that skin tone of yours. You'll burn quickly. Yeah. Well, that failed miserably. <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, buddy. And you know, we 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 kind of like I say kept this quite short for obvious reasons. I think that next week we may or may not have a podcast. I'm not going to lie; I've got a potential house move coming up, so that that could affect things. So I'm, uh, I'm on a stag weekend this weekend. Yeah, so um, I could be in a. Could be in pain still come Monday, Tuesday next week. I'm yeah. best man as well at this wedding, so it's um it's gonna be it's gonna be big. You'll love what we're doing to the stag though. It, it's all right. He won't he won't listen to this, so I can tell you. Um, Go on. Tell you that, he doesn't do any fantasy football and that because he's he's not really a football fan. He supports Leeds, so we're um we're going to watch Kendall Town play against um City of Liverpool um in a sort of um. Not Northwest County's Premier Division game. We've got we're basically we're sponsoring the game, and he's going to be the mascot and have to walk out with the with the captain holding hands. That's and so stuff good. Like that. That's so and good. So, so yeah, we're probably going to be stitching him up. So yeah, probably he's going to be a mascot. We've got him. We bought him his own kit, the same kit as the Kendall Town team. He's got his name on the back and his number. Which is, is he going to have to hold hand with the captain, who's yeah, hopefully going to yeah. be taller than? Yeah, and he's going to have a, a pendant to give to the other captain. He's got obviously have the picture with the referee and everyone. Um, we've got um, he's even got the mascot double page pull out in the middle of the program as well for the game. Um, oh, that's so good. So, yeah, I've put put his um nicknames in there as well. Some of them are fantastic. One of them, Sleepy Fingers. Make out of that what you will. And so um, yeah, we've got we've got some great we've got some got some good going on there. So I'll I'll give you an, I'll give everyone an update about how it went. You know when we've um. You know when we next record, but yeah, so I've got that this weekend. So it's been a stressful time, you know, organising a stag do. Ugh. How many have you got going? Uh, Twenty six of us. So oh, not many then. <laughs> nah, yeah, just, just one or two. To be fair, it's not that it's popular. People just want to see him get it, see him get see him suffer. To be honest with you. Well, so, you said he's a Leeds fan, right? So you can understand that for a start. Definitely. So yeah, but. But yes, and I've got that this weekend, so it should be should be fun. And hopefully, I have some some good stories to tell you everyone about the the strippers and all that. That that'll all be happening. So don't you worry, guys. Beautiful. Well, good luck with that, buddy. And uh, and, and yeah, you make sure you report in. Let us know how it goes. But yeah, from from uh from us, uh, we're FPL North versus South, and obviously you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at FPL Southerner, all one word. State is at FPL underscore Northerner. Our current Twitter handle for the podcast is, is having a bit of a nightmare at the moment, which is at FPL NVS. 
it's currently suspended or locked or something and it's because we've added too many people at once and therefore they think it's spam so yeah that's that was a uh, kind of (laughs) always you this always you too trigger happy you know I just, I just, all I did was I just added every single FPL account I could find, and then it got to the point where I got told off, and I thought, ah, I'll be all right. Got told off again, ah, I'll be all right, and then it got. (laughs) Always problem. You see, why I've got to work with here, people. You know, man who doesn't listen, shocking behaviour. We'll we'll see how long that goes on for. That that's been out for about a week and a half now, so. We'll see how long that that will be out for, but we'll see. I, I, anything that gets released will come through the the Southerner account from now on. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> on on that on that nice uh, that that fun note, just want to wish you guys a, a very very safe and enjoyable international break. Please don't, you know, kind of get too depressed. It, you know, we'll be back soon. It, yeah, we it, it won't last yeah. long. It will zoom by. Don't worry about this shy international friendlies. Don't make your transfers before any of it as well. Yes, don't, please don't. Don't, don't stupid. Um, <laughs> don't do that. We don't advise that. Don't do a, a, an angry transfer and get rid of Jimenez, right? No, definitely don't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good luck, guys, and we'll see you soon. All the best.